Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Today we're going to be discussing two things that we all have a tendency towards and which can really impede our progress. The first is what I call spiritual arrogance, which is what happens when we get a little bit down our spiritual path and we start to think to ourselves, ooh, I've got this. And we start to judge other people for being so unenlightened. And we start to derive a sense of importance and feeling better than others. The second is because the light feels good and we want to be surrounded by beauty and abundance, we start to not want to see the darkness that's around us and within us. So today we're going to be discussing why it's so important to be vigilant in keeping our mirror clean and to regularly look into it. Then we'll wrap it up with a group frequency calibration, which is a turbocharged meditation to begin to help you clear the distortion patterns and gather momentum to propel you forward. So let's get started. Dennis? Karen, you know, I heard you talk about mirror, mirror on the wall. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have to tell you, one of my favorite, favorite songs is Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror. Okay. And so, and the song, as you know so well, is all about taking a look, mm -hmm. and what do you see? And mm -hmm. really, truly, what do you see? Mm -hmm. And you talked about, you know, can we really be honest with ourselves mm -hmm. and take a look deep into the darkness mm -hmm. or the light, whichever? Mm -hmm. Both, what? both usually. Yeah, so what are your thoughts about that? Taking a look at the mirror, you mean? Yeah, and just the honesty of, you know, Mm -hmm. Being truthful with ourselves about what we do see and what we do feel and mm -hmm. what we do experience. Yeah, well, I think it's really hard for people to see both because it's not always pretty. We always want to see what's really great about ourselves. Actually, what I should say is that for some people, it's hard for them to see either. So it's hard for them to even claim what's really great about themselves because they're so told their whole lives that they're not good enough. So they have a filter, a distortion pattern, where they only see judgment, people's judgment, or people, that's all they have around them is judgment. So it's hard for them to even see themselves in either light. The, what I'm specifically referencing is that a lot of us, as we go down our spirit path, tend to want to go only towards the brilliance, only towards the light, and not really look at the darkness that's within us and around us. There is darkness. We are in a a polarized, dense world where there is both brilliance and dark, and it is that spectrum of light to dark that exists here, which in a way allows us to have much more opportunity to experience and learn and transcend than if there was just one or the other. So it's really cool to have these two things, and even see, even mirrored in our, our emotions, right? Um, no joy hate, anger, and happiness, or, you know, those, those extremes. So even in our emotional range, we have both darkness and light. And it's really important that we see and honor the good in both of them. Because, for example, in the, let's call them more negative emotions, right? Like anger or worry or fear or whatever, those things can be extraordinarily propelling 
forward for change. Like a lot of people who want change want to get away from those things and then eventually they're catalyzed into something else. So they actually have a place and can be used to propel us forward. We just spend so much time trying to negate them or get away from them or pretend that we don't have them as opposed to just allowing ourselves to have them and knowing that that's as much part of us as our happiness or joy or bliss or whatever it is that we want to experience that is quote unquote good. So, so it, you know, um, I, th I think what I'm hearing you say is that one of the keys to success as we kind of move forward is to constantly be looking mm -hmm. and to be looking within. Mm -hmm. You know, um, before you start this journey, it seems like all the problems are outside. Mm -hmm. And you talked about that in one of your sessions, mm -hmm. you know. I'd like to blame my boss or friend mm -hmm. or spouse or whoever. Mm -hmm. But now you're saying the true, you know, the true power of all this is to look inside. Mm -hmm. And that looking inside is kind of looking at that mirror yeah. as to what do I see inside myself. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so the other thing that you mentioned is arrogance. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, what if I've got a situation where I don't want to look at the darkness? Mm -hmm. I would I would rather, you know, head toward the light mm -hmm. and feel good about myself mm -hmm. and, you know, to the point where guess what? I'm better than you, Karen. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. look at me. Huh? Can't you see it? I'm so awake. You're so not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so that, you know, and then you get into comparisons. Mm -hmm. And we spend a lot of time and energy comparing. Yeah. How am I doing compared to yeah. to Joe, to Mary, yeah. to Sue? Yeah and on the journey yeah and so a lot of things kind of come into this yeah so talk to me about comparisons sure so i'm going to actually address your first point before i get to this okay so what i'll say is you know i don't know if you've ever noticed that but whenever anyone tells a story about their experience they're always extremely reasonable like they're always the reasonable one everything else is everyone else's fault like i went out this person totally cut me off, so of course I got enraged and had to attack them. I mean, that's totally normal. Right? So in our storytelling, we're the reasonable ones. So, um, and then for a lot of people who attract a lot of drama around them or whatnot, because they have these frequency patterns running through them, it's very difficult to acknowledge that like, gee, perhaps the consistent thing in all these situations is me. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! So anyhow, um, so that's what I would say about about the uh, willingness to look at self without judgment. But just notice that if there is this recurring theme that happens in your life, if there is this kind of drama or this problem or this thing that you get stuck on or whatever, because chances are it's a it's a frequency pattern, which luckily can be removed. So now to answer your other question with regards to um, comparison. So this is very human and it's very normal because we have these things called minds and minds are required in order to compare this or that. Is this good? Is this bad? Is this safe? Is this not? We need it in order to take the massive quantity of data that we have available to us and distill it to a point that we can actually move into action on something or we would just sit here inert and not be, and be overwhelmed by all this information and not be able to do anything. So our minds are going to compare. They're going to judge. It's what they're for. The question is, how much do you want to pay attention to that judging? Notice that you are judging. And the thing that is important to note is just 
Do you feel a need to feel better, more important, more significant than someone else? Do you have to put someone else down in order to feel somehow better or important? And so it happens all the time in the spiritual community where people start to, you know, talk about, you know, how, what teacher they're with, what path they're on, how long they've been on and how awake they are. They don't eat this, they eat that, they whatever, they fast, blah, blah, blah. And somehow that makes them better than everyone else. It doesn't. And we are all brilliant in and of ourselves. There is no better than. We all are these brilliant beings. We all are from pure source. So we are all magnificent in our own ways. So there's no better than. We're all seeking to return to this remembering, whether or not we're conscious of it or not. We all are on some level. So there really is this tendency, however, to, to close ourselves off. And I mean, I've no noticed it even in myself sometimes where I'm like, oh, well, I already know that. I'm like, oh, and when I catch myself, I'm like, do I? Do I know that? Why am I not open to this thing that someone's telling me? So it's okay that this, I may not agree with it, but why am I closing? Like, oh, I know better than that. That's not necessarily true. So, okay, let's just relax and see what it is. Okay, I'm gonna take this in, be with it for a bit, and it either resonates with me or not, but why am I like somehow better than this thing this person's telling me? It's not true. So um, I also, I mean, for all of us, we're all human, it's just to watch ourselves, to watch our uh, what's coming in and, and allowing for, to receive certain things and just seeing, am I just resisting it because I think I'm better than it? Or am I resisting it because I really actually, it doesn't resonate with me? Mm -hmm. Is it just something like I've taken it in? I'm like, okay, mm, no, not for me. That's all right, do. So I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, so the whole concept around mirror, mirror mm -hmm. on the wall mm -hmm. is the opportunity to really, truly, every day, every moment of every day is to constantly look within. Yeah, it's just to vigilantly watch oneself. Yeah. yeah. And let let go of all the judgment. Mm -hmm. Let go of all the... Which is very easy to say and yeah, terribly difficult it's to do. On, it's on the, <laughs> just like, whoa, let go. <laughs> it's very easy to be judgy, especially when you have a... You know, if you have frequency patterns where you're like, I'm right. Yeah. Right? There's a very strong yeah. frequency pattern of, of I'm right. Um, that happens a lot. It's often lineage. It can also be cultural. Yeah. And it's a way of, of establishing certainty and safety for oneself. Like, I'm right, you're wrong. I'm like, why are we so vested in being right? You know, <laughs> it's kind of funny. You know I think part of it is it's, it's kind of fascinating to, you know, all my beliefs, all mm -hmm. my traits, all mm -hmm. my, you know, is, is a lot of it just related to different distortions. Yeah, absolutely. And so yeah. we talked the other day about the lineage, mm -hmm. and we talked about how these things kind of come rolling down the hill. <laughs> And yeah. here, here, here we are, and I've got all these human traits, yeah. and some are pretty good, and some aren't very good. Uh -huh. And so the fact of the matter is that the work that you do uh -huh. allows somebody to really, truly release those distortions. Yeah. So now, mirror, mirror on the wall, when I look, mm -hmm. I get a sense like, wow, I am making progress. Yeah. I'm starting to release some of that judgment. Yeah. I'm starting to release some of that comparison activity. Yeah. And it frees up a lot of energy. Mm -hmm. It frees up a lot of mental time. <laughs> and it really gives you the, you know, the golden opportunity to grow. Yeah. And I would just say that the mirror is only as clear as you allow it to be. Yeah. So uh, the mirror is very, very much uh, foggy 
with our distortion patterns. So the clearer and clearer we become, the more we release these distortion patterns, the clearer the mirror is. And then when we catch ourselves in our humanness, which is, you know, kind of funny and magnificent and awesome in its own way, you can kind of laugh at yourself, be like, oh wow, look, there I am doing that thing. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> there we go again. Okay. So we just laugh at oneself and to be like, okay, okay, moving on. I don't need that anymore. And I often um, think that, you know, people talk about being triggered now all the time. When we're triggered, that's when we have something to learn. Oh, that's interesting. I'm triggered by that person. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, <no> either, <laughs> either something that was said or something that was done. Or sometimes or... just the person. I mean, sometimes <clears throat> yeah. people get triggered. Just They walk in, you're like, whoa, yeah. don't like that person? Don't whoa. know why. Yeah. And it's just interesting to have that reaction and ask yourself, why? Why am I having this reaction? What? Why? I wonder why. Is What's happening here? What am I meant to learn from this? And that kind of brings us back to that honesty. Can, yeah. can I be honest with myself that that person that just walked in yeah. has got me going? Yeah. You know, yeah. I'd like to feel that, you know, I'm above that. Right. You know, that, uh, yeah. and oops, here we go. Oh, yeah. Yep, I got to take a look. Yeah. Or like, yeah. oh, I thought I was above being judgy. And no, oh. not so much right now. <laughs> there we go. There we go again. Oh, I'll start again there tomorrow. Go, yeah. Or just even recognize like, oh, I'm just even in the moment of like, wow, I'm being really judgmental right now. Yeah is enough to break it. And, and you know, and sometimes that judgmental is about ourselves. The harshest critic often is yeah, for I'll ourselves. Tell you, there is no one that can crucify us as much or as severe yeah, as ourselves. I agree with that. And so that mirror, you know, yeah. it's important to see what we're doing to ourselves yeah. and how we evaluate ourselves. And yeah. So. And it's interesting because the mirror, just like, you know, in those fun houses or those amusement parks, they can distort. Like the, not all mirrors yeah. are clear, yeah. and then what you see is very much a, a very, very much a reflection of your distortion patterns. So even for people, for example, who have very severe eating disorders, who uh, have anorexia, they don't eat, yeah. and they get very, 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 very thin, and they see them, they truly, truly see themselves as obese. They truly, when they look at themselves in the mirror, that is what they see. And the reason for that is because what they their mirror is so distorted um, by well, we don't need to get into this, but sometimes often it's an entity or something like this where they actually are projecting something else. Or um, if there's distortion from the lineage pattern about um, appropriateness of certain you know, body size or whatever, then that's what they'll see. So it's um, even down to something like this, you know, that's so physical. Yeah. So the mirror can be very distorted. So it's really important for keeping the mirror clear uh, to do, I mean, you don't have to, I mean, there's other ways other than frequency work, but this is the fastest way to clear up the mirror that I know of, anyway. You know, and I, I'm curious, um, so don't don't you have a sense that we all have some kind of blind spot? Yes. Or, you know, we just think that we're doing pretty well, or, <laughs> yeah. or we think that, you know, yeah. things are going well, but, yeah. you know, and so I, I think the beauty of that is there's people like you that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a, a person can sit down with. Mm -hmm. Because your ability is to, without any judgment, you're very forthright as far as <laughs> here's here's what's going on. Yeah. And maybe I don't want to hear that. Yeah. You know, because that's that's, that doesn't sound good. Yeah. And so it's really nice to have a resource to go to to help remove those blind spots. Well, thank you. And I, it's interesting because I often don't know my clients personally. Like, I don't yeah. know their life story. I don't know. They just come in, yeah. we begin, and I tap in. 
And so really is without judgment. Uh, the reason I can work at this level is because I don't judge whatever is coming in. I'm just going to tell you. And um, the people who have the hardest time with this work are the ones who cannot see what it is within themselves. So I'll say, oh, you have this distortion pattern of whatever it is, you know, of, um, I don't know, like, a, like a, a, a resistance to change. And they're like, oh, no, I don't resist change at all. I don't have that problem. I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. But they act, they just aren't willing. The bells to are starting to yeah, go Yeah, so they don't really want to look at that. Yeah. You know, or actually, no, I have a really wonderful relationship with my mother and she's not controlling whatsoever. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> and you're like, wow, yeah, well, she's sitting in your body, so it's kind of hard. But anyway, you know, so that type of thing. So it's hardest when people aren't willing to look at themselves. And oftentimes what happens is that they'll have a session with me They'll be like, no, 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 I don't have any of that. And then a few months or a year later, they'll come back and they'll be like, oh, remember that thing that we talked about? Yeah. So that was a thing. And so is it kind of clearing those off in layers too? Yes. So maybe maybe I can't see what you're pointing out to me today. Yep. But as I clear, as I release, and I think in a previous session you talked about duct tape. Yep. As I get some of the duct tape off mm -hmm. and things are starting to pop up mm -hmm. and my, you know, my... Clarity is starting to, you know, I can see the things that you were talking about. Yeah. So it takes time and it's a process. It can be, yes. Now, I, I can't come to you and just clear this, you know, oh, good, thanks, I'm out of here. Well, I don't know anyone who can clear all those distortions immediately. It's, yeah. it's, it actually would be distorting in itself for yeah. that to happen. Too, too much. Too much. Yeah. We are not at a point in our consciousness where we can physically and spiritually hold that jump in frequency level yet. Yeah. We will. We're just not there yet. You know, and I, I know I asked you this the other day, mm -hmm. and um, but just, just remind me, I don't have to be sitting in front of you no. to have this experience no. and for you to sense mm -hmm. and feel and, you know, to yeah. work with my energy. And so yeah. this can be over the phone. This can be long distance. This can be, oh, yeah. 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 Because I'm working in yeah. the, the timeless, essentially. Yeah. So beyond time space. Yeah. So it really doesn't matter. And I can tap into, we're all, we're all part of the oneness. So yeah. I can tap into you. It doesn't matter where you are. I can tap into people who are dead, alive. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. that's very exciting. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly. What is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone. The theme of this group frequency calibration is clarity. So let's begin by taking 
three deep breaths into our solar plexus. Your solar plexus is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. And your sternum, if you're not sure where that is, is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. So the base of it. So between your belly button and the base of your sternum is your solar plexus. So inhaling, holding your breath for two to three seconds before releasing all the air out of your lungs and holding out your exhaled breath for one to two seconds. And whenever you're ready, inhaling again, this time holding your breath for two to three seconds longer than you did your previous breath, becoming aware of how you are holding your weight in your body. And then exhaling all the air out of your lungs at your own time and holding out your exhaled breath for at least two seconds longer than you did your previous breath. And on your own time, on your third breath, still becoming very aware of your solar plexus, you're going to please inhale, holding your breath for another two to three seconds longer than you did your previous breath, even if it is slightly uncomfortable. Before releasing all the air out of your lungs, whenever you're ready, and holding out your exhaled breath for two to three seconds, longer than you did your previous breath. And whenever you are ready and have completed those three breaths, please begin to breathe normally into your heart space or simply imagine the sea sense feel or become very aware of your heart space as you breathe. For those of you who are new, please note that as I'm speaking with you, I'm working on you at the group, the subgroup, and sometimes the individual level, depending on who you are. And I'm waiting for the mastermind to gel, which it just has. And the mastermind is simply when two or more beings come together with a common intention, uh, whether or not you're conscious of it or not, the mastermind does come together. So when you're in your families, you are masterminding with your friends, you're masterminding. And in this case, the intention is the highest and purest intention, which is to connect to pure source even more. And as a result of that highest and purest intention, you're meeting with the highest and best of our highest selves. And therefore this group has incredible momentum on the spirit level, which means that we can move faster and higher than we could have on our own. So as you breathe into your heart space, please note that I will be making noises on my end, such as exhaling sharply, humming, yawning, even though I'm not tired, um, snapping my fingers. So that's just how currently I remove the frequency distortion patterns. 
So please don't be alarmed if you hear those noises, and you can use it as an opportunity to strengthen your own focus. So the first distortion pattern uh, that we're going to remove is fear of seeing oneself clearly. Okay. So sometimes we take a lot of energy and spend a lot of time avoiding what we don't like about ourselves, what we're embarrassed by, what we're ashamed of, what we don't like to admit about ourselves, how we act, who we are, that type of thing, how we respond. So removing this frequency distortion pattern, because if you have a fear of seeing this, then you never will. Have clarity. You'll have a very clouded mirror, so to speak. So let's remove this frequency distortion pattern. All you have to do is continue to breathe into your heart space. And why don't we do this um, whilst I'm here removing this distortion pattern. Please ask yourself inside your own mind the following question, which is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? Again, that question is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask that question, please imagine, see, sense, feel a brilliance deep within your heart that has always been there, that begins to expand. To grow. To become even brighter. As... You become even more aware of your connection to pure source. And on my end, I'm helping to increase your bandwidth, so to speak. Please note that this brilliance is and always has been you. Good. So now please breathe from the base of your sternum all the way up into your heart space. So it's helpful for, if it's helpful for you to imagine a tube connecting these two spaces, or if you need to imagine the whole space, it's perfectly fine. But please imagine the space between the base of your sternum and your heart space. 
So this is a fear or a resistance, depending on what group you're in, in seeing darkness, either in self and others from one's environment. Okay, so let's remove this, because of course we live in a dual world, we are humans living in a dual reality, so of course there's darkness, not only around us, but within us. So part of this is to acknowledge that in ourselves. Not saying act on it, saying acknowledge it. Right? There is part of us that if a loved one were being attacked, right, we would defend them, and if we had to, we would possibly even kill the person attacking them. Right? That is dark. That is a dark impulse. So, I mean, I understand that it's a noble intention, which is to protect someone you love, but it is still taking a life. So, that's what I mean by accepting the darkness that is within us. This potential, and I'm certainly not suggesting you act on it in any way, but just simply to see it. What we have potential for. Continuing to breathe between the base of the sternum and the heart, this next distortion pattern has to do with a distortion of blaming, okay, others. So this is the tendency to, not the tendency, it is distortion pattern of blame. So it is not only the judgment, but then the transference of the judgment into blame um, onto others for things that are dark. So, um, as opposed to being accountable for oneself. Okay, so intertwined with this is the distortion pattern of an absence of or an unwillingness to have personal accountability. So these two distortion patterns are entwining together. So let's remove this. difficult to have clarity in oneself if you have these distortion patterns running or in seeing other people clearly as well because you're projecting onto them so if we're projecting then we don't see clearly right it's just our own stuff Good. Now, um, from the belly button to the heart space, please. So please imagine, see, sense, feel, or become very aware of the space between your belly button and your heart space. Again, if you can imagine a tube between these two spaces, and that makes it easier please go ahead and do that or just imagine the whole space or become aware of that whole space mm -hmm. 
So this is the frequency distortion pattern of judgment of self and other. Okay, so now for some of you, this is actually extremely strong. So with this distortion pattern running, it's very difficult to see things with any kind of neutrality or from an observer standpoint um, to see things as they are because there's this tendency to want to judge either self or others or situations. So by removing this distortion pattern, it's allowing for more clarity and it will help to give you distance, a different perspective from which to view what is happening and what is just what is either with yourself with other around you good all you have to do is continue to breathe or become aware of this space between your belly button and your heart. Good. So now please become aware Imagine, see, sense, of, or feel your heart space. I don't mean your physical heart, I mean your heart space, which is in the center of your chest and your nipple line. So, how do I describe this? This is uh, the distortion pattern of mm, like, um, the struggle between uh, what you know to be true and what your mind creates, right? So once more a knowingness from the heart, and the other is a creation from the mind. All right. So I realize that seems a little bit murky, but you won't start to understand the difference between the two. And so once you can start to separate a bit from the mind and the projection of the mind, what it wants, what it desires, what it thinks, you know, all that sort of stuff. You can better able observe it. 
and then you can also see your own, start to see your own patterns much more clearly. So hopefully that makes sense. And please note that if I say something that resonates with you, it's likely you, and if it's something that really you feel can't possibly be true, and you push very hard against it, it's likely you. So I invite you to be open to that possibility and to explore it. So, moving this distortion pattern. You know, there's this um, common idea of the observer. It's a very powerful one. And it is the neutral observer, which is ourselves, watching ourselves. And it's helpful to have this neutral observer because then we can see our own patterns. We can see our weaknesses. We can see what we tend to default into. So by removing this distortion pattern, you can start to move into this observer state more. Perhaps not all the time. For some of you, it might just be flashes of it. For some of you, it's longer. But to even have access to it is a certain amount of freedom from the patterns that you typically run and to which you are bound. Good. So now, if you could please breathe back into your solar plexus, which is from your belly button to the base of your sternum, what's happening is that your pain bodies are starting to get active. And for some of you, depending on the subgroup you're in, it's getting very active. So let me just help you integrate this a little bit better. All you have to do is become very, very aware of your solar plexus. Good. Good. So now please focus again or become aware of, move your attention to your heart space again. So, this is a distortion pattern of the lack of trust in self, okay? Or self-doubt, second-guessing yourself, however you want to call it. However it shows up for you, depending on the subgroup you're in. Some of you have very active and very accurate intuitions, 
and you're always doubting yourself. And because you doubt yourself, you don't see yourself very clearly because you're always doubting that you possibly could be correct, you know? So now please um, become aware of your solar plexus again. And please imagine, see, sense, feel, or become very aware of the very center of your solar plexus. And as you dissolve or drop into or melt into or just land in the very, very center of your solar plexus, or imagine. So please imagine in this very, very central place in the darkness, in the center of your body, in your solar plexus. A tiny infinity symbol. that glows golden. And what happens is that there's almost like a weighted sphere in this infinity sign that loops around and around and around and around the figure eight, right? So it loops from one end through to the other end looping around and around, it gets faster and faster as you imagine it, or see it, or sense it, or feel it. And as it picks up speed, it becomes so fast you can barely see it. And it's almost like the entire infinity symbol starts to vibrate as it glows a golden glow. Good. So I'm going to leave you in this space 
for as long as you'd like, and I look forward to meeting you on the next GFC. If you're ready to clear even more of the frequency distortion patterns that are holding you back so you can accelerate towards where you want to be, please visit my website at sphericalluminosity.com.